This episode of the Craft Sanity Podcast is brought to you by listeners like you who donated $1 a month through Craft Sanity's Patreon page. Learn more at CraftSanity.com. This is Jennifer Ackerman Haywood, and you're listening to the Craft Sanity Podcast, an interview show all about art, craft, and creativity. Well, if you couldn't express yourself, how would you de-stress yourself? And if you couldn't make and build and sing and knit and paint and dance and spin, would you go crazy? Well, if you're going crazy, here's something amazing to help you keep it together. One, two, three, craft sanity, craft sanity. All right, so this is episode 188, and this is going to be a super fun episode. I am so amused by this. I actually started laughing before I even could really welcome my guest to the podcast. It was It's kind of ridiculous. So uh, I do laugh a lot during this episode. My apologies should any of you find my laughter slightly annoying. On this episode of the podcast, we're going to zoom in on Grand Rapids, Michigan, where an artist by the name of Corey Schnell has been gaining attention for a really humorous Instagram account that he started about a year ago. It's Grand Rapids Misconnections is his inspiration and also the name of his Instagram feed. It's GR underscore Misconnections on Instagram. And what he does is he goes on on Craigslist and he reads the misconnections posts for Grand Rapids, Michigan, and then he sketches them out. So he basically looks for the most interesting or hilarious posts, and then he grabs a pen and some paper and makes a sketch. And we're going to talk about his process. We're going to talk about kind of what his criteria is for a sketch-worthy misconnection. This is obviously a different kind of podcast because we're not going to talk about yarn or fabric. But I think you will be thoroughly entertained. Uh, now, before we get on with the show, I would like to thank my lovely Patreon sponsors for continuing to sponsor the podcast. Thank you so very much. I really do appreciate it. And yeah, so I guess this is your cue to grab a project and your favorite beverage and settle in for my interview with Corey. Corey, I just want to welcome you to Craft Sandy. Thanks a lot for agreeing to be on the show. And uh, and thank you for GR misconnections on Instagram because I have to of say, course. yeah, <laughs> since my friend John uh, tipped me off that you were doing this, I've just been very entertained. And so, why don't you explain to the folks at home what exactly you're doing with with the misconnections you're reading on on uh, Craigslist? Well, it all just kind of started out as as simple fun, just like a, a hobby for myself. But now it's starting to feel more like a social experiment because I find myself reading them multiple times a day and checking in Craigslist all the time just to see if anybody's posted something new or, you know, if the caliber of more recent posts is something that's uh, more exciting than the last. And it's it's crazy how it paints such a picture. Some of the posts are so descriptive mm-hmm. and other ones are just totally you know, lacking of any sort of interest, just kind of like we pass each other on the road, call me. And (laughs) it means nothing, you know? (laughs) So it's, it's amazing how different all of the posts can be, but 
at the end of the day, it's all these people that felt like they had this experience with another person. Now, how, what makes the threshold when you're looking at, at these, at these posts, what are you looking for? Because you're illustrating these. So you need, you need some description, but what is your threshold? You know, I don't know if there's a legitimate threshold, but I definitely look for something that I can turn into a form of satire um, to, to make it a little bit more humorous, to to keep it interesting. There are some posts that are so descriptive and, and so clear of the experience that they had, but it's, you know, it's not that exciting. It's kind of like we we meet in the bookstore every Wednesday and you know who I am, you know, whatever. But it's not as fun to draw those. So I look for something that's a little bit more... Uh, dynamic, I guess you could say. Something that's missing a lot of the detail, but still has a lot of colorful words to to describe and paint a picture. Now, have you ever used Craigslist Personals yourself for the reason it's intended? No, I have not. I'm strictly a, a reader. I am not a poster or a, you know, I, I don't think anyone's written about me anyway. So I'm just, <laughs> I feel like I'm just kind of hiding in the shadows and observing these people. Just to clarify for people, are you yeah. taking verbatim, like word for word, how these are written. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's, it's like exactly word for word. I mean, I keep the grammar the same. It's horrible grammar 90% of the time, like <laughs> no <true>. punctuation, <laughs> spelling errors, every other word. Like it is sometimes they're almost difficult to read and understand. Like I have to read it three times before I realize, Oh, they were talking. He's talking about this specific instance. Like it is, it's, it's a little bit crazy. And that's why I think it, it feels like a social experiment sometimes when I'm reading and it's, I'm almost judging who this person is based on their, their writing skills. <laughs> well, maybe, um, could you read the one in the rental, um, yeah. lo- location? All right. Yeah. So it's titled you came in and it's man for woman. Saw you today when you stopped in with your man, as he picked up his rental items, we changed for a few while he tied them on. I wanted so much to ask you out, but knew it wasn't the right time. So maybe next time you'll be alone. I know you'll be back on Sunday to drop his stuff off. I wish I was working. You took a business card. Let me know what it says on it so I know it's you. Okay. Now describe your drawing. So we've got, um, I've got a lady here standing kind of pose showing off her left hand where there's a ring and she's got bride written on her shirt. (laughs) Um, And then there's a man facing a mirror trying on his outfit. And then um, the poster of this, I imagine he's kind of watching from afar. So I drew him behind a rack of tuxedo so jackets. He's, he's kind of creeping. And the, the guy who it looks like he would be the groom then. So you imagine this being a couple getting, getting ready to get married. Yeah. And running his tux. Yeah. Right. He has very I hairy mean, legs. A, um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, sometimes I get into the details. I get into the nitty gritty. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, but this whole scenario just seems so jacked because the person uh, he, he acknowledges this gentleman acknowledges that this woman is basically not on the market so she wasn't there with a friend he recognized that she was there with someone she's in a relationship with possibly getting married to but he doesn't care (laughs) yeah yeah it's just like like, you know maybe next time i'll be i'll be the one you want to talk to instead of this boyfriend fiance husband whoever this other male in her life is when you turn yeah yeah call me (laughs) call me yeah and now i know gerald ford guest starred recently in what he did (laughs) Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is where the satire really comes in, I think. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, and I, I chose to draw it as Gerald Ford just because I want to maintain this is Grand Rapids and <laughs> right. keep it keep it within the city's bounds. And Gerald right. Ford being, 
an iconic person from the city. It just was kind of funny. And it's a weird post in itself where the poster is saying that, you know, I saw you, you're attractive and I look like somebody who died. It's just kind of like, first of all, that's a weird comment to say to a stranger right? and a weird exchange. So um, I just kind of took a little step further and drew Miss Gerald R. Ford. I can tell you're having fun with this. And my friend John and I think it's pretty hilarious too. We actually had a discussion on one of your posts. It was the car accident one. John uh-huh. sent that to me on Instagram. He was saying, now this is a guy who um, came upon a, an accident and had posted that he was going to ask for the number of this, the female who was in this accident, but he felt like it might not be appropriate right after an accident to do right, that. So right. he just handed her her purse. <laughs> instead. Yeah, bad, bad time. Not a good time. <laughs> and so my friend then says, poor guy, I honestly hope she finds this. And I'm just kind of like, poor guy, she was the one in an accident. So it's kind of hilarious how sometimes in discussion, what you draw then takes on, like people react to it. Uh, which is right. what kinds of, I mean, how, how is it for you to then go back when you see the comments people are making, what do you, what does this do for you then to see these reactions? Are you, you know, uh, first of all, yeah, I'll see, I'll get the notification on my phone that somebody's commented or right. even just liked a photo. And I'm instantly so humbled and like excited that somebody found it entertaining or found it uh, to be humorous. And then when I read through the comments, it's just hilarious. You know, I, I, they're all positive and everybody's kind of praising the, the turn that I took on the post. And, but yeah, it it is interesting to see the discussion because, you know, I, I obviously saw it as this guy's crazy to, to think like, you know, now obviously he, I think he played it right in this situation. Maybe now is not the time to ask. And I think Craigslist is probably the best bet for him to get in touch with her. But, um, it's just kind of, uh, a silly thing. <laughs> right. I mean, you have the car like completely turned over and it looks like she, yeah. she's still in it. Um, but at the same time, it's not like done in such a grotesque way that people are like horrified. I mean, the whole, it, you, you keep a level of ridiculousness and humor, you know, going with this whole thing, which just, I mean, it's the expression on this guy's face is he's just kind of like, he's got some kind of drink <laughs> with a straw in his hand. Yeah. He's holding per- a purse. Yeah, and- well, he was he was outside of Subway. I picture he's <laughs> he's just leaving Subway. <laughs> he's holding on to her glasses. Oh, my word. Yeah. So the very first one that you did, uh, take me back to what, in- when did you first get this idea and decide, okay, I'm going to illustrate these? Oh, it was actually a year ago uh, this week. I was just looking it up, like, when did I start doing this? And it was one year ago. Yeah, thank you. It feels good. (laughs) And actually, a lot's been happening this week with with this whole uh, Grand Rapids Misconnections post. And and I've created a zine to kind of start spreading it in a different way. But a year ago, I mean, I've been reading these for obviously over a year and just kind of following along. And some of them were so hilarious. I just thought, like, (laughs) I have to draw something. Like, it's just ridiculous. And I I just kind of saw an opportunity. Oh my gosh, this first one I do. (laughs) Do you want to let people know? Okay, go ahead and um, read this one and we'll kind of explain. And just for the folks at home, it sounds really pretty raunchy, but it's the illustrations are not raunchy at all. (laughs) Yeah, okay. So, yeah, sorry, I'm going to read this. It might might come off a little bit dirty. Okay, so it's... um, it's titled, We Played in a Bathroom Stall at First, and it's man for man. <laughs> we played in a bathroom stall, then played again in another spot. I met up with you on the stairs, and we talked briefly. Describe 
you and where we met. Hope you find this and respond. <laughs> so then I so drew helpful. I drew just a series of these two guys. Um, the first one's playing in the bathroom stall, so they're playing what would be a game of war, I guess, with cards <laughs> on the toilet. Kind of closed toilet. And then the next the next scene, they're just kind of sitting on a rug playing a little paper football game. Um, later, they're on the stairs with a slinky. And then um, I did a detailed shot of their faces just to try to, like, hopefully they can reconnect based on their appearance. Well, what I love about this is you really flip this because I don't want to, you know, go to a dark place here. But, um, <laughs> but I'm assuming that the people who... This, they probably weren't playing cards and paper football. You know, it's like, no, they yeah, prob- that's I don't probably think not so. what was happening. But you have taken something that could have been completely a completely dirty post, and you made it into something that is something you could show a small child. <laughs> you know, I mean, not that you would want to maybe show yeah, right. misconnections <laughs> to it. People are like, "What kind of mother is she?" I do not show my kids <laughs> <laughs> misconnections on Craigslist. But what I'm what is so funny about it is you take something that could be, you know, really not for kids. Um, and you turn it into a very, you know, PG, hilarious take on a, a misconnection. And um, when I saw this one, I mean, I thought it was just outrageously funny. And um, it still is to me. And uh, that's not the only one that you have a toilet in. I know you have another toilet scenario that's just pretty weird. Um, where doesn't someone walk in on somebody? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's called Coffee Shop Commode Congregation. And actually, this is um, the most well-written Craigslist post I've ever read in my life. Like, this is, it's actually really entertaining to read it because there's some alliterations in here. There's all sorts of interesting words, and it really it really paints the picture. Like, let me just find one one quick line. With haste, I trotted to one of Lantern's dark, cavernous bathrooms for a quick stoop. So this man is is basically going to to use the restroom in a coffee shop downtown. And unfortunately, uh, a young lady walks in on him and he's trying to reconnect with her. Which isn't that amazing that someone I I read this one and it is really well written, which made me think, is this a creative writing exercise by somebody out there? (laughs) Um, But the thing that also blew my mind is I'm thinking, okay, if this is just a you know, a well, um, a a great writer who happened to be you know the victim of this walk in. Uh, why, why in the world would you ever want to reconnect with someone who who walked in at that moment in your life? You know what I mean? Like, I would be so mortified. I don't know that I'd want to like, <laughs> really go to great lengths to reconnect with that person. Yeah. <laughs> that's just me. Yeah, you know, I don't know. But this that's not the weirdest thing on Craigslist. So, you know, it doesn't surprise <laughs> me. <laughs> so, so when you saw that, you probably was this an instant where you're like yes i i i'm drawing this yeah definitely yeah. <laughs> i just like i took a screenshot on my phone right away and i was like when i get home i'm going to draw this out right away like oh, i mean this one is just like no questions that needs to be drawn and it's hilarious so you have this gentleman uh sitting on a toilet and his pants are like on the floor. He also has very hairy legs. That seems to be a, a theme for you when men uh, are, you know, legs are showing. They're very hairy. And this woman is yeah. like kind of coming in the door. <laughs> oh my. I mean, and people just have to see it. I'll put the link out there so people can um, look you up on Instagram. And it doesn't matter whether or not they live in Grand Rapids because these are universally ridiculous 
themes going on that um, I'm sure the misconnections in any community around the globe <laughs> are going to have a little bit of this going on and it's just priceless. So people can check that out. Now, when you said you took a screenshot and then you, after you got, when you got home, are, what kind of day job do you have? Do you get to use art in your uh, day job? No, not at all. Actually, I work for a furniture manufacturer and I'm in the project management sales customer service side of that of that okay. company. So did you study art in college or is this something that you just pursue no. on your own? It's, it's just always been a hobby. I've never had any sort of formal or professional training. Um, and actually I've never had like a consistent style. I've, I've got tons of sketchbooks and all sorts of, of doodles all over the place, but nothing kind of maintains the same style or image. So that's something that's been a nice challenge for me is doing these misconnections where I have to kind of maintain the same um, faces or style of drawing people mm -hmm. and drawing and drawing the elements around them. Now you do this in, it's just, these are just black and white. So it looks like, uh, just, are you using just ink to do like an ink pen? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Just literally like a ink joy ballpoint pen, just pretty basic. I've got a, a sketch pad and I, I usually spend about 15 minutes or so per drawing and then just take a picture of my phone. I might edit it a little bit so that the lines are darker and the the background is is all white. But other than that, it's it's pretty rudimentary actually. It's pretty basic stuff. And how big are these drawings when you work on them? The oh, they're not they're not too large. I would probably say like an, in a square, probably five by five square. Okay, so these are pretty small. And then you're just uploading yeah. them. And and it sounds like if you're taking fifteen minutes, you're not looking to make masterpieces out of these. You're looking to do a quick a quick sketch and get it out there. And I kind of move on. It sounds like your life doesn't probably allow you to take 10 hours of a drawing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. I wish. I wish I could sit all day and just read through and draw each one out. But, um, yeah, I just – I definitely don't have the time. And also I think it, it speaks more to the style where it, a lot of the posts are kind of written with haste and a little bit rash. And I think <laughs> right. a drawing that has a similar emotion to it reflects well. No, it does. It, the drawing style really fits. It really does. And um, – yeah, no, I, I couldn't agree more about that. So it sounds like this is something that has, you started a year ago, but it's starting to, to pick up speed. And I, I know you just released a zine and, yeah. uh, and that's pretty exciting. What inspired you to collect these in, in zine form? Um, actually, um, just somebody who I had tutored with, I had volunteered with about a year ago. She opened up a, a bookstore downtown on division. And ever since she's opened, it's kind of pestered me like, turn this into a zine, like get it in print and bring it into the shop. So six months later, I finally stood up and did it and put it all together and um, brought him downtown to her shop. And actually this past Friday was Avenue for the Arts on Division, which is this great event. All sorts of local artists from like jewelry makers to painters and photographers, whatever, um, zine makers. Um, they all show their, their work out on division on, on different tables and in galleries and in the shops. And so that was the first time this was really shown out to the public. And, and I had nine out and all of them sold within oh, the first, so I think, probably two hours. Wow. Yeah. So it was, that's just another little piece to keep me, keep me going. And I actually printed off 20 more today. So I'm just trying to maintain getting these out there. Yeah. Now, are you going to sell them? So they're also available. Uh, now, Avenue of the Arts, they have, is that, that's a, First Friday uh, event, right? Is, okay, is it going to be next next month as well? Are you going to be back, or um, is the bookstore the yeah, best place yeah, so, to 
to get those. Films. Yeah, Bombadil Books is the name of the bookstore, and it's owned by two really awesome people. They're doing a great a great job downtown. Um, and every yeah, it is every first Friday of the month. They'll have kind of this first Friday where you can go, and the, the shops are all open later. Um, but I think there's only one or two markets uh, a summer where they have like tables out in the street and music in the street right, and stuff. Right, right. Yeah, that's a it's a great event. I've actually um, found artists that I've collaborated with just by walking down the street on you know a first Friday. So it's it's really great. It's a great place to introduce your work too. And this kind of mm-hmm. I mean this Craigslist project that you're doing. I mean this is exactly the type of stuff that um, it's pretty universal. So um, you know it's not like you're walking into an art gallery and you you know you need five million dollars to connect with the artwork. You know right. you can you can you know it's it's all um, universally hilarious. Uh, for people so everybody can pretty much grasp the concept and uh, without you know majoring in art history or something so it's uh, really awesome so where are you going to go from here the fact that people responded so positively what do you hope happens with with this project uh well i think i'm going to just keep going i'm going to keep posting on instagram that's kind of you know my home base where i want to maintain posts and keep followers and keep people entertained um, digitally because that's kind of where the world is shifting to anyway. So mm-hmm. I, I definitely want to maintain that and post at least three times a week. And the zine thing has, has gained a lot of momentum just in the past couple of days. So I've got some zine subscription services that are asking to send this all over the country to their subscribers. So I've sent out a couple samples to those folks um, for them to review. And, you know, if that goes well, then they'll look at purchasing a hundred copies to, to share with their their subscribers. Wow. That's now how exciting is that for you? That's really exciting. Uh, it's like crazy. I can't really believe it. And I'm now I'm like kicking myself. Why didn't I do this sooner? It's, it's really energizing to, to be able to do this and to be able to showcase Grand Rapids. I love this city. And I think it's important that I maintain these misconnections to be just Grand Rapids. You know, a lot of people are saying like you should expand to Chicago or do some from Detroit and just put them all together. But you know, I'm I'm a Grand Rapidian through and through, and I just want to maintain the story of the people in Grand Rapids, and especially in the community here. I think when people are, you know, for example, browsing the Avenue of the Arts, right, and they pick up the book and it says Grand Rapids on the front and start flipping through, it's like they can feel that sense of community, mm-hmm. and it's just all that more emotional connection to to want to read it or purchase it. Well, and when you have a pet smart chinchilla lady in Grand Rapids, I mean, who, who cares what's going on in New York? Yes. Right? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> was that your second one, your second illustration? The, um, guy I believe so. Looking to reconnect with a woman who was spilling out of her top <laughs> at pet <Yeah>. smart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you drew her as a chinchilla. Yeah, well, I mean, that's how we called her. I, I just immediately pictured her as a chinchilla <laughs> <Right>. lady. <laughs> Literally, a chinchilla lady spilling out of her top. Mm-hmm. What have you learned now that you've, you've spent time kind of studying what people are posting, just because you're looking for things to illustrate? What kinds of observations have you made about uh, Craigslist personals and uh, this sort of people? I mean, are there regulars? Can you tell other people that are posting, like, every time they go out, they go home and post? Um, or they all seem to be totally random. It's hard to say if there's any regulars, I would definitely assume so. You know, I'm not the only one that checks it regularly. So I can't imagine there's not people that don't post regularly either, but I have noticed that humans are just animals. You know, we're very active in warmer seasons than we are in the winter seasons. So 
in February, for example, there would maybe be five posts in a week. Whereas in the past two weeks, since the weather's been really nice in the 70s and 80s, there's like 12 posts a day. Like people are so much more active in trying to search each other out than they were when it's snowy and cold and everyone's in their houses. So that was uh, definitely really interesting. And I, um, if, if you follow along, I, there was about five months that I didn't post and it was from January to May. It was just like one, I had just gotten busy and I just kind of got lazy with it. Um, unfortunately I got lazy with it, but then also, you know, I was still reading them and none of them were really inspiring. I just didn't feel like I wanted to run home and sit down and draw it out. So it, the past couple of weeks, the posts have been absolutely hilarious. I've got uh, a really nice lineup that I'm going to get at um, this week, and I'll be posting. And what is your turnover time? I mean, how often? I mean, do you just get to them when, as soon as you can? You know, when you see something. Yeah, yeah. Usually, usually as soon as I can. I I've got a pretty busy, pretty full schedule <clears throat> in just my daily life. But if I sit down, um, like I said, they take maybe 15 minutes to draw one. I could do three or four in a sitting and then I'll just have them saved onto my phone and maybe post every other day, just Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and mm -hmm. try and, and try and keep it even that way. And are you, um, are you, ho I mean, do you ever read some of these posts and think, geez, I hope that person does find the other person that they're, you know, they, they miss that connection when they had the chance and, uh, I mean, do yeah. you get do you get emotionally attached to any of these people, <laughs> or do you just feel I mean, like <laughs> I mean, what, do, what kind of a how invested are you? I guess is my question. <laughs> like ninety percent of the time, I don't even care what it says. Like it is just ridiculous <laughs> and it's silly. But there are definitely a few posts that I can that I can recall where it's it's real, and this person's like, I get coffee from you every Sunday, and you were so kind to me when you found out that my dog died, and like this is a person that deserves to, to connect with this other person. And, you know, so in those instances, yeah, I, I definitely am kind of rooting for it to happen. Mm -hmm. um, unfortunately, there's no way to, to really help it out unless you know that person personally or know who they're talking to. But um, for the most part, they're kind of just dirty or insignificant, just gross, gross desires. Right. And, <laughs> And for you, I mean, have you ever illustrated anything that was a real serious, it sounds like you're looking for things that are going to be a little more outlandish. Yeah, yeah, definitely more outlandish. I think it just makes it easier for the picture to be drawn and for me to imagine what's what's happening. People are going to be wondering, of course, you know, I'm a married woman, so I'm, it's none of my business really, but people are going to, people out there listening might wonder, okay, so does this guy, uh, is he on the market looking, you know, at Craigslist personals for, you know, you already said that you're not looking for love in the personal section, but um, are, are you in a relationship or are you someone who's looking for connections <laughs> everywhere you go? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm in a relationship. I have a girlfriend. What does she think about your obsession with uh, GR misconnections? <laughs> I I think she likes it. I guess I've never asked her right up front. <laughs> but um no, she definitely supports it. She follows the Instagram, so okay. I guess that means she sign. she likes it. Yeah. Um um and I know she likes to follow along with the post as well. So Yeah. We both we both are enthusiasts, if you will. Yeah. Now does she ever see one before you and say, Oh my goodness, you should totally illustrate this? Yeah, and actually a lot of people do. A lot of friends or acquaintances that know that I post these have like taken their own screenshots and send them like, this one would be really funny. You've got to do this. 
So in some cases I have, you know, like I might've skipped over it or at the time just didn't see it as valuable. Um, But when somebody else brings it to my attention, it's kind of like, okay, maybe I should put something together. Great. So you're you're giving your your fans and your audience what they want here. Um, Yeah, yeah. of course. (laughs) That's what it's all about. Do you have a favorite one? Do you have any that we haven't talked about that you really just still makes you crack up after all this time of, of doing this? They're all, they're like my babies, you know, all of them. I, I've looked at them so long, so, so many times I've like looked at this post and I've, I'm constantly going back and reviewing them, but there is one that's just like so silly. Um, and it's the post is what's really silly and it's called zesty dude looking for a spicy gal. And it's basically to set the scene. There's apparently a guy and this woman at a dog park. (laughs) And the young lady is eating like fire hot or zesty Cheetos. And this guy is commenting about how he wants her because, you know, I'm just as zesty. What did you say? I'm just a zesty ass dude looking for my spicy gal. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just hilarious. And so I drew him as, you know, the Chester, the Cheetos guy, like the, the cheetah. Um, and I think that's probably my favorite. I think I've gotten the most response on that one in terms of likes and comments. Right. And, and there's like, and it's also a minor detail here, but there's, they're at the dog park and there's a steaming, it appears to be a steaming pile of crap. <laughs> right, right yeah. It's all in the details. It's all in the details. <laughs> but it's like the funny stuff like that. It's like, you look at it and then you look at it again and you just crack up. Cause like <laughs> these, these little details that are just so hilarious. And obviously you, it didn't say that. It didn't say, you know, I nearly stepped in a pile or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> you just put it in and it really is hysterical. So, so yeah, I think that this is, I think you're, this is only the tip of the iceberg for you. I mean, cause I think a lot of people still don't know that you're doing this. You have mm-hmm. pretty, I mean, the right. following is, it's kind of contained uh, to a small uh, group. I mean, cause right now you're at like 212 followers. Um, and then that's, yeah. that's going to change especially when uh, your zine starts circulating further out. Now, if people live out of the area and they want to get a copy of your zine, are you going to be uh, selling it online anywhere? You know, I guess in the past three days that this has been a thing, (laughs) I haven't thought about it too in in detail, but definitely, I'll definitely try to make it available. So, so folks um, out of state or out of the city that can't get to a bookstore or, um, to a spot in Grand Rapids to purchase it, um, I'll make it available to do so for sure. Did you ever imagine that this thing that you started doing would actually, you know, end up making you a little bit of money on the side and getting people to take note of your sketches that you're doing? No, no way. Not at all. I, I mean, I was just inspired at one po- in one moment, started drawing them and thought I would post it. And I think it actually was my brother who was, the big push to like, you've got to start an Instagram account. You've got to share this with people. You know, if he likes it so much, then who, who wouldn't like it? So he, um, he really inspired me to, to start the social media account. And a year later, I, I finally stood up and printed it out, made it into a zine. And it's, it's been really exciting to see the, all of the positive feedback. And I'm always just like, give me constructive criticism. I'm, I'm somewhat of a perfectionist. So I'm asking people, you know, what can I do to make it more interesting to flip through the pages? And everyone's just like, it's it's great for your first zine. This is perfect. And um, it feels really good. And, you know, I'm not looking to, to make money or like be rich off of this little zine. It's just silly. But um, I, I really just want to share it with people. And 
um, let people enjoy it for what it is. It'll be interesting to see where you're at in another year and how many uh, volumes yeah. you have under your belt here. So <laughs> yeah, I definitely I, I plan on doing multiple volumes of this zine after you know just the past few days the the type of attention that I've been getting for it and I've got enough posts you know to to make a couple more books and right now. So how many? I'll how probably many, put out a, a volume two. So how how many did you have in your first zine? How many uh, how many posts are in that one? There are ten. So okay. and they're just ten that are pulled from the Instagram. You know, okay. it's not like there's any any secret ones or anything. Um, it's just 10 of my favorites or 10 of the most uh, attention grabbing zines or uh, posts, excuse me. Sounds like you're open to feedback. What's the best way that people can contact you if they're interested in, in snagging a copy? Um, do you want people to email you or just leave a comment on your Instagram? Yeah, I think if you just leave a comment or a message through Instagram, that's probably the best way right now. But um, like you said, you know, Etsy is a great way to share this the zine with people. So I'm definitely going to be looking into some sort of a link or a contact to put in the bio on Instagram. So it's just a little bit more easier to communicate back and forth. Do you ever see this turning into something that you do full time? Is that even a goal of yours or is this something you just want to keep pursuing on the side? You know, I don't, I don't think it's a goal to be full time. I really like my job. You know, I like the position that I'm in and, and working through through the furniture industry, but we all need a release of some sort. We mm -hmm. need to maintain our minds and our bodies in some way. And I think this is just one way that I like to spend my time. Um, it's, it's a hobby that's turned into something that people enjoy. And I just want to keep pursuing that and, and keep people intrigued and keep them reading. Do do your bosses know and your co your work coworkers do they know that you're you're the person behind this uh, Instagram account? Yeah, yeah. Actually, my boss um, is based in Toronto. She was just in town this past week, and I told her um, about the zine that I'm putting together, and she's so excited. So <laughs> they're, they're going to be posting it in like the company um, newsletter kind of thing. Oh, that's to awesome! Let everybody know about it. <laughs> that yeah, is so cool. Yeah, so just from that, you're probably going to get tons of. How big is your company? Uh, it's a pretty good sized company. It's they're located in, just outside of Toronto, Canada. Um, there's a few hundred employees there. It took me a little bit to figure out who you were because I'm like, who is this guy? And I wasn't <laughs> even sure because it does. It just all it says is that they're recreated scenes from actual serendipitous events that connect connected two people, if only for a fleeting moment, in Grand Rapids, Michigan. That's all I had to go on. I mean, it wasn't that difficult. I think I just ended up sending you a message, but. Um, were you trying to have this be anonymous? Was there a reason why you didn't put your name on the Instagram account that you post these in? Were you thinking that you were going to just stay behind the scenes at one point? Um, and I think really, I just thought it's not about me. It's, it's not about me. These posts are just two people or sometimes more than two people that right. are trying to reconnect <laughs> and, and I'm just drawing them out. Um, and it's, it's, it's as simple as that. Um, it's not really a personal way to, to show off or to, to show people who I am, but I, it's, I'm just trying to keep myself out of it a little bit. But no, I, I totally yeah. see where you're coming from though. Cause these aren't, you're not, these aren't firsthand experiences that you've had. You're just coming along and illustrating. Um, but yeah, and I think it adds a little bit to the intrigue too. Because I thought it was going to be Yeah, cool and I don't want to, I don't want to get hate mail from any of these posters, you know, <laughs> if they come across this. <laughs> No, I mean, what if that happens, though? I mean, what are you going to do if someone like, hey, man, 
I was like really seriously trying to date that chick at the rental, you know, tuxedo rental place, president's tuxedo. And then you have to make fun of me, man. I guess I would say, you know what? You should have just stood up and introduced yourself. I'm I'm sorry it had had to come to this, but you uh you should have offered your number. I don't know. You'd be like, hey, she's married, dude. Move on. Yeah, yeah. Get over it. Get over. It. I'm sorry. Oh, There's my. a lot of other fish in the sea. Right. Well, it sounds like you're not trying to become Doctor Phil. You just want to no. keep illustrating. You know and. Yep. And that's great. So I don't know if there's anything else that you would like the folks at home to know about your work or your, um, you know, this uh, GR misconnections. Um, no, I don't think so. We've covered a lot. Uh, I just, I'd, I'd like to take a moment to say thanks to you for having me on and, and asking me all these really fun questions about my <laughs> posts and about my drawings. And just to anybody out there who is interested, just give it a follow. You know, there's, it's not going to hurt. So. Yeah, no, I follow think along and I hope you enjoy. Yeah. And I think they will. So thanks for doing what you do. I think it's really fun. And, um, your boss can be reassured cause you're not looking to jump ship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, definitely not. I don't, I don't think the financial like, support yeah. from this is, is comparative. It's not quite there yet. You know, we'll give it another year no. and see what happens. And then you might have to, you might be able to go in and uh, ask for a raise. Say, listen, I've sold a lot of $4 zines this last yeah. week. Yeah. Do you know who I am? Do you realize who I am? <laughs> Oh, my word. Well, I love it. I think it's fantastic. And I, I, I wish you all the best. Have a lovely evening. Okay, all right. Thanks, cool. Jennifer. Thanks a lot. All Bye. right. Bye-bye. Well, wasn't that fun? I really had a great time doing that interview. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it made you laugh. And now, if you would like to order a copy of the first volume of Corey Zine, he's printed up some more copies since our interview. You can find him over on Etsy. His shop is called GR Misconnections, and it's written all as one word. You can buy a copy of a zine for just $4. This would be a great cheer-up gift for a friend going through a rough time because I think it's really impossible to page through here and not laugh. <laughs> so this is one to um, maybe carry in your backpack for times when you're having a rough day. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but I've looked at basically all of these because I follow the Instagram feed. They still crack me up. The chinchilla lady cracks me up every time. I invite you to head over to Craft Sanity. Dot com to find links to Corey and his Instagram feed and his Etsy shop. I think it's really great that this side project that he was just kind of doing for his own amusement is now getting attention from people and it's making people laugh. And honestly, I just don't think there is enough in the world to make us laugh. So I really appreciate Corey and what he's doing to inject a little humor into our lives. I also appreciate all of my Patreon sponsors for continuing to support the show. Thank you so much for helping me keep this podcast going. I really appreciate it. And for all you local folks, I'd like to invite you to the Fulton Street Artisans Market, which opens this weekend. That's June 12th. And you can find the market near the corner of Fulton Street and Fuller. It is a fantastic art market that um, I have been a vendor at and I've written about extensively when I was writing a column for the Garnapets Press. I really, really love it is it's a pretty affordable venue for artists and crafters to kind of test market their products. I will be actually vending this weekend. I'm going to be selling uh, the wooden peg weaving looms that I sell on Etsy. I'll also have some t-shirts and some prints and probably some embroidery uh, prints. I like to, I've been really into printing things to embroider and they're not really samplers, but just other motifs that can be embroidered. 
So that will be fun. I might have some cord tacos and some little bracelets that I print. So we'll see how much I can get made. The looms will be there for sure. And also issue 10 of the magazine will be there for sure. I'm actually bringing the quilted teepee along. So you should be able to find me really easily. Um, and even if you don't want to buy anything, feel free to, to stop by and say hello. I'm obviously more of a social crafty talker type than a saleswoman anyway. So, you know, that's fine. I really miss writing about the artists and crafters who hang out at the market. And I'm kind of like the wheels are turning. I'm trying to figure out, I'm like, man, I wish there's a way I could just fund this, like put it on my own website and kind of put it out through um, Facebook. And so I'm thinking, hmm, I, I have to figure out if I can get uh, a business or entity to sponsor that, or maybe I can get a, a local grant. But the wheels are turning because I would love to be able to continue that. So maybe a grant is the way to go. That might be a good way to go. So anyway, I don't have a lot of experience with grants, so I'm going to have to do some research. If any of you know anything about grants and want to reach out, you know, I can use all the advice I can get. So anyway, thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. Thanks again to Corey for sharing his story. I really had fun during our conversation, and I hope you folks did too. So I'll be back with an, another episode of the podcast very soon, and I hope you all do some major uh, art making and crafting over the summer. Now is the time to pack our bags with those portable projects that we can take to the beach, to the campsite, or wherever our travels take us this summer. So again, I'll be back soon. In the meantime, craft sanity, my friends. It works for me. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Craft Sanity Podcast. To support the show, click the Patreon link at craftsanity.com to donate $1 a month or buy a handmade loom or magazine at craftsandy.etsy.com. Same time next.